Hello and welcome to Dealcast, the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham. I'm a business journalist who's been covering M&A for a decade. This week, we're finding out about deals in the European consumer space. I'm joined by Gabriella Ruskalkaita, a senior reporter who covers the consumer sector. Hi, Gabrielle. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Julie. Thanks for having me. So to begin with, can you give us an overview of the European consumer market going into the third quarter of 2023, please? Yes. So dealmakers in the European consumer space are carefully expecting a more active uh, second half this year with some indicators uh, of a pick up in deal activity. It could, however, be early um, next year or late this year until we see a significant number of uh, consumer companies hitting the market. With uncertainties, um, with uh, uncertainties around geopolitics and inflation, there haven't been enough positive sentiment around the consumer sector for processes to be launched with confidence. Um, however, after figures last week revealed um, a slowdown in inflation, um, UK interest rates have been left unchanged when the Bank of England um, said price raised said price raises were slowing down uh, faster than expected. This could suggest that we are reaching um, the peak. Um, that we are reaching a peak in interest rates. Uh, last um, in this in the last uh, half year, we have been noticing um, smaller deals. Um, in the last half uh, of the year, we have been noticing um, smaller deals. Uh, the mid and large cap space seem to be significantly hit, uh, particularly in the UK, where there hasn't been any deals signed for over one billion. Yeah, so activity is driven by the lower end of the market with most deals in the UK being below 250 million in enterprise value. So we have, in the last two months, we have seen a couple of larger deals in Europe, um, which um, suggests that we can hope for the for larger deals um, in the second half. For example, um, earlier this month, Aurora, an Australian-based cannon bottle maker, proposed acquisition of French cannon bottle ma- manufacturer Severglass um, for $1.3 billion, um, and the deal is about to be finalized. Um, a couple of months ago, in July, Carefower, the French retailing giant, um, entered into agreement with Belgium's Louise Delhaye's group um, to buy the core and match banners in France for enterprise value of um, over $1 billion to be made in cash. And could you just give us a couple, a couple of the big headline figures that demonstrate where the market is at this point in the year, please? So with ongoing global economic pressures and constraint debt markets continue to shake investors' confidence um, in the sector, deal count fell in the first half of the year by almost 18% um, compared to the same period last year, and that's the biggest fall in the deal count since 2020. 
there was a large drop in volume in first quarter this year, which saw the quarter closing at 4.5 billion versus 12.5 billion in the same quarter last year. Deal value in the second half, uh, deal value in the second quarter um, this year reached 26.5. Deal value in the second quarter this year reached um, 26.5 billion euros. However, this was largely due to 16 billion acquisition by Bungie of Glencore backed multinational agriculture grain storage specialist by Terra. That deal represents the largest sign both in the sector and across the, the region for this year. Great. And could you run through the big trends that you've seen during 2023 in the consumer space, please? While sponsor interest in the sector is typically strong, um, particularly in the food and beverage segment, a private equity activity has dropped significantly. Activity is instead largely driven by buy and builds, distressed situations, and some take privates. Corporate car routes as well as strategic-led deals are expected to be main uh, driving the consumer sector. A number of global um, companies, internationals, they have been reshuffling their portfolios, um, either exiting or entering new niches and geographies and products. Um, we have been seeing a flow of M&A deals driven by the strategic in the last um, four to five years, and we will continue, um, and this will continue. Great. And could you just elaborate a bit on, on what's driving those trends? You touched on some of it already, but could you go into a bit more detail, please? So despite um, those headwinds such as cost, debt and inflation, retail and consumer businesses are still looking to deliver on the core growth strategies, for example, around accessing new markets, um, transforming uh, digital presence and you know, then digital uh, consumer experience. Um, and they also need to deliver uh, the ES, ESG strategies with board, um, with boards remaining committed to investing in the strategies, um, at the right price. While some, um, consumer companies have come out stronger, um, from the global pandemic, we also have a number of companies that are struggling to grow, um, some online driven retailers, uh, for example, they overinvest in advertising and promotion as well as stock um, following lockdowns trying to maintain uh, unsustainable levels of sales. And those could be opportunities for larger uh, operators. Just to finish off, could you run through some of the names that might be worth keeping an eye on that might be active this year? Buyers, sellers, potential targets and IPO candidates, please. Yes. So in retail space, um, we have a UK baby product uh, retailer, Mamas and Papas, um, which is expected to come to the market towards the end of the year um, via Rothschild. Um, we also have... Um, Golden Goose and uh, Birkenstock that are um, pursuing um, IPOs. Epiris backed UK uh, auction house Bonhams, um, where JP Morgan was hired earlier this year, um, is also exploring sale options. 
So in the travel sector, both um, the luxury and and staycation type providers, um, including caravan parks, are doing well. Um, last month, major market reported that um, A and O hostels are um, is being put for uh, up for sale by its controlling um, owner, DBG Capital, um, while. Previously, well, a couple of months ago, um, there were reports that the UK-based economy hotel chain operated travel lodge um, is forced to appoint a bank's advice on a potential uh, 1.2 billion sale. On a potential uh, 1.2 billion, billion pounds sale. That's great. Gabrielle, thanks very much. That was Gabriella Rutkauskaiter. Thanks for listening to Dealcast presented by Merger Market and SSNC Intralinks. Please rate, review, and follow the podcast. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or look out for your Merger Market news alert. For more information, have a look at our show notes. Join us again next week.